Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where we watch all of the Marvel movies in the MCU uh, individually. And then what we do is we come together uh, on a video conference and review it as a quarantine project. Uh, my name is Rob, and I brought a few friends with me. Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about Thor The Dark World. Jane Foster has been spending two years looking for Thor, someone that she truly loves. Or does she love him? Well, either way, she has moved on. But a new threat emerges in the form of the Aether, a substance that is being sought by a dark elf named Malekith. When Thor absorbs the Aether, Thor shows up on the scene to try to save her from the effects of the substance before Malekith can absorb the Aether and turn the entire universe into darkness. Will Thor be able to handle this newly emerging threat that's more powerful than any threat he has ever faced? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll find all that out. We'll also find out if he's able to hold up a Thor part to a sequel. Um, <laughs> how did, um, how did, uh, how did the people on the internet, uh, other viewers, uh, take this movie? What reviews have we found? All right. Well, a review on IndieWire by Oliver Littleton. He writes, here that the first Thor movie was something of a risk for Marvel. Why is cracking Robert Downey Jr. in a relatively grounded real world setting was one thing, but a Viking god from space played by a complete unknown and directed by a man best known for Shakespeare adaptations was quite another. But the 2011 film, while flawed in many ways, proved surprisingly entertaining and teed up both its title character and his villainous brother, Loki, for a return appearance in the team-up movie, The Avengers, which turned out to be an absolute mega hit. As such, the studio must be feeling on surer ground with Thor The Dark World. It'll undoubtedly be a big hit, but it's a shame that the movie isn't much of an improvement on its predecessor. While, it's, while it writes some of the first film's problems, it has more than a few of its own leading to an effort that, while entertaining, is probably the most deeply flawed Marvel movie since mm. Iron Man 2. Put some facts on that! Who's that oh brother? Oh Who's that brother speaking truth? Who's that brother speaking truth? Hold on, bro. We're not there yet. We're not there yet, man. We're not there yet. What are the people saying? Don't, don't you know, we'll, we'll talk about everything else and what we feel, but what are the people saying? Uh, Fergie, what did you find? <laughs> Um, from the destroyer to all trolls says easily the worst MCU movie by a landslide, the worst superhero film of 2013. This movie was so boring, bland, horribly slow paced, which is surprising considering it's the shortest MCU film, dumb, dull, bleak, and disappointing. The plot also made no sense either. The Dark World is a very bad sequel and a huge letdown. Malekith was a horrible villain and the role was a waste of Christopher Eccleston's talents when he gave his weakest performance ever in this movie. And um, this guy goes on and on and on, but I, I'll just leave it there. Wow, yeah. I think you you got the summary there. Okay, yeah. so... Okay. Um, 
This is going to be a very interesting discussion on this movie, um, on what we thought we had time to watch this movie. After, before we talk about um, likes and dislikes and just the, some of the nitty gritty of this movie, what would you grade this? Mm. So like you say, great. Great little grades. I said B minus C plus. I kind of agree with the review that I read. It was good. It was kind of boring in some parts. The action was okay. It was kind of underwhelming. And I was like, am I bored right now? Or am I just not interested in this movie? So I don't know. I feel like I was just in a weird headspace today, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it was okay. B minus, B plus around there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting grading. Uh, look at all money. <laughs> yeah, look at all money. I know. Uh, we're going to get to you, bro. Elise, what did you think? What would you grade this? Uh, you know, I was kind of going back and forth with my grade. Um, but I think ultimately I'm parking at a C minus for this. Mm. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was writing my little notes and basically, yeah, there was nothing really kind of like what Fergie said. There's not really anything that pulls you in. It's just kind of there. So there yeah. wasn't anything like there was like, the first one had some humor and then you saw like some effects and stuff like there wasn't humor, no action, no effects. Um, again, they didn't do a great job um, supporting character wise. I think Darcy was worse. Um, and, and then they added homeboy Ian. Like I was just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Um, and like in terms of the story, like not that things have to be super complex, but I think just considering all those things together now you're just like oh yeah and by the way the story sucks like you know yeah. you just like it's just not really compelling yeah yeah i agree okay so you said c minus c minus yeah got you okay <laughs> all right no the money what would you grade this movie I am uh, always interested in what you, how you grade things because right. you have a very different way of thinking, which is great. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a, a jab or a compliment. I don't know. But anyway. Take, take this... that as you will, bro. <laughs> hey, I, did hey, say it's I trust you. I, did I say trust that. you, bro. I trust you, man. I trust you. I'm like Thor who didn't trust Loki. I trust you. Um, so, yeah, this movie... Um, Man, man, this, I remember not liking this movie originally, and I, I just, man, this movie is, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know anything about Malekith. That's not good, because he's, like, half the story, and I don't know anything about him. I don't care about Jane. I actually care less about her in this movie than the last one. And it was embarrassing to hear her use scientific terms. It was so unconvincing. It was just sad. It was. I kept. I kept feeling sorry. I was like, man, you must be. I don't know. So love struck by hot Thor that you're just babbling scientific terms because you're embarrassed to to be near him because he's so attractive. So, Darcy. I the beginning. She was actually funny. I actually laughed at the restaurant scene. That was actually funny. And then she got my hopes up, and then that was a big mistake, because after that scene, she was awful. Um, Ian was awful. Uh, 
The Warriors 3, we didn't get enough of them. We didn't get enough of them. Okay. That was annoying because I liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing good about this movie was Thor and Loki, their dynamic, and Odin. The three of them mm-hmm. made this movie a C-. Without them being mm-hmm. great in the scenes they were in, this would be a D plus. So mm-hmm. my hat's off to Loki. He's, he's a G. He's the real MVP. Yeah. He saved this movie from from not being uh, from from being non mediocre. He he dragged this movie to mediocrity from the mm-hmm. the depths yeah. of terribleness. Good job, Tom Hiddleston, played by Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know what? You make a great point. I um I noticed that too when I was watching this that uh, Loki not only. He doesn't carry the movie per se, um, but whenever he's on screen, yeah, yeah, like you, you're interested in what he's doing and 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 the way he just carries out everything toward even up until the end and everything. Um, it, he, if it was not for him, I think all of our letter grades would be lower. Um, yes. I would give this movie a C minus, um, and it was it's a it's a hard C minus. Um, because this movie isn't good, but it's also not bad. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's yeah. this weird, like, it's mediocre. You know, it, it's mediocre. Yeah. It, it just, it's like a, it's like, okay, if, you know, think of all the websites online that do not need to exist, but yet it's filling up space. This is what this movie feels like. Yeah. It just fills up space. And yeah, there's a couple of nods and yeah, it sets up uh, some things for the future and all that stuff, whatever. But for the movie itself as a part two to Thor, um, I I think it was not a strong sequel. Um, So I give it a C minus simply because of the mediocrity, among many other things, which I'll I'll get to later. But um, I feel like, yeah, our grades are kind of in the same range. Um, I, I respect your C plus B minus Fergie. I think that was generous. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, it's like, and it's not, you're I not, like it. yeah, it, this is a, it's a weird movie. Yeah. It's yeah. strange. Very strange. Well, there's a lot of behind the scenes politics that explains it because Patty Jenkins, the director of wonder woman was originally directing this movie and she got fired. Oh, wow. I so that kind of explains the weirdness of the movie, the weird mm. pacing issues. It's like the good parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Do, yeah. do, do we? Do we know what parts she did direct? Um, I feel like the non-Malekith stuff was her, but I could be totally mm. wrong. I haven't read the news on this movie in years, but. When it came out, I was reading the news on it, and and there was a lot of back there was a lot of back and forth between Patty Jenkins and Marvel. They didn't agree on what she wanted to do with the movie, but from what I remember, she was responsible for the characters interaction stuff, and then the the guy that replaced her was doing all the action type stuff. So, hmm. uh, Mr. Alan Taylor. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about Malekith. You said that um, Patty Jenkins may have directed everything but the Malekith scenes, which is interesting because even the parts that don't have Malekith are like up for question because even those scenes are dull, I feel like. It looked rushed. Like, they're like, okay, we did all this character stuff with Loki, Thor, and Odin. Oh, wait, we don't have a villain. Let's get a villain in there and let's film the scenes real quick because we got to put the movie out. That, that's what it looked like to me. 
Because the Malika stuff was just dull. I don't know. I don't like how some of these scenes are just so dark. I'm like, why does CGI have to thrive in darkness? Like, I just, I cannot see what's going on. <laughs> Maybe I need some LASIK or something, but it, it was okay. I don't know. I feel like as a villain, he was also underwhelming. But he's a dark elf, Fergie, so it has to be dark. <laughs> now <Nah>, play. <laughs> he's dark elf in the movie Thor The Dark World. So this movie lives yeah. in darkness. Yeah. Surrounded by it. Surrounded by darkness. Every everything everything and everybody, even dark, has darkness around Born it. Born in it, raised by it. Also it's very interesting. I feel like I haven't seen a movie, correct me if I'm wrong, ever if they're with like evil elves. Hmm. Or maybe Lord of the Rings had that, but I don't know. Technically <laughs> technically Harry Potter had an evil elf. Morally ambiguous self, I guess, but but yeah, this this movie is different because um, it's like a bunch of them. I don't think there were a bunch of elves in Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. I think there were more like a few. This movie, it's like a whole like planet filled with elves. Yeah. So speaking of okay, yeah. so Malekith, what do we think? Okay, so early on, right in the beginning, we get dialogue from uh, Odin. And he basically walks us through some backstory. And as he walks us through some backstory, we get a montage of this war and elves and Malekith. What did we think about Malekith's motive? I want to ask you that exact question and see what you guys say. What, what do you guys think about his motive? I mean, I guess I guess it was fine. He's, he's trying to build a world for his people to thrive again and that's the way he got to do it. I don't know. It. I guess it was all right. Like, <laughs> I don't really know. It was lame. It was yeah. lame. It was it lame. Was, lame. Yeah, it's weird. There's no context. Like, how does that make you a villain? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a good villain material. I feel like we just don't. There's no context. Like, like this. Does the light? Well, like I don't know. Like, how did this become? How did someone write this down? I was like, oh, this is a great script. Like, how did how did this pass, like, the villain test? <laughs> it's called a deadline. They, they had a deadline. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yep. There it is. He had to put something Cause, out there. Because the, Avengers Age of Ultron is coming, so they had to put something out there for Thor mm-hmm. before, this, before that movie. So, because you're right, Fergie, this was, like, not well thought out at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you explain it like that, it's like, okay, well, yeah, these people need a place to live. That sounds great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, mm-hmm. man, that's a terrible thing to want for your people. Like, yeah. I, I, Sorry, go I was going to say, like, I like when villains are villains for, like, selfish reasons. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good reason to be a villain. Yeah. Personally. Like, like yeah. I don't I, – I think I agree with you, Fergie. Like, I, I don't care about these elves, so why should I care about the place that they should live? Right. You yeah. Know, if I cared – um about their you know situation and you know what would probably make me care well i'll save it for later um but yeah i think there's things that they could do to make me care i just think that they didn't deliver on that when it came to the villain there therefore like the motive for malekith false false flat yeah yep 
Um, Underwhelming. Yeah. There's no context. There's no con. Like, yeah. I, it would have been cool if there was some negotiation between Thor's yeah. grandfather and Malekith, or maybe some. I don't know. Maybe uh, like they examine the darkness and figure out why it gives the elves powers, and I don't know. Just more. You don't have much to go off of. There's very little information. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those movies where it's like, if you just want something in the background. Right, no. while you're doing I something. I can't even watch this movie. Except the Loki scenes. That's, I'll just watch the Loki scenes. That's it. Call it. Yeah, the Loki watch. scenes are definitely worth it. Can we talk yeah. about Loki real quick? Yeah. These scenes are definitely worth watching. I don't I know had what a it question is. But... In like the first scene when uh, Loki's before his dad and he's in handcuffs. And I'm like, what kind of handcuffs are these? Can he like escape from them? I feel like every time I see Loki on a screen, I'm like, but is he really there? Is he about to like do a, a trick for us? Yeah. Like, how is he being restrained? Like, actually, that's the appeal. You don't know what he can do or, exactly. or what he's planning. Yeah, he's always got. He's only restrained if he wants to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Like you should have guns pointed at him at all times. Like, see in the cartoon <laughs> in the Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon, Loki was like. He was trapped in another dimension where he couldn't move at all, and like he was living an eternal nightmare. Like, huh. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And Odin was like, "You know, why I put you in this situation because a regular cell can't hold you." That's what happened in the cartoon. But in this, he's just in a regular cell. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's a good idea. You might want to put him in some kind of pocket dimension where he's just motionless and he's, you know, hmm. suffering. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, th- yeah, it's it's weird because I think I think Thor or rather Chris Hemsworth, I think he did a good job as Thor too because I don't think he yeah. also he's also not the reason why this movie is it becomes mediocre. I I think everybody did what they could in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the Warriors just, Three. I was gonna get to them because yeah. I think you know in our last podcast when we talked about the first Thor movie. Uh, when we talked about how we can make this better, what we, what could we change? I mentioned that the Warriors three, you put them in the end credit scene. You put them at the end credit scene, and then since this movie, you know, not the very beginning, but somewhere in the beginning, the Warriors three are in a battle. Yeah, that yeah. delivers on the post credit scene. That's how you know we get less of the Warriors three in the first movie. That way, the people that we see here, the Warriors three in this movie. It, it pays off. You don't have to change much, I think. Yeah. Um, but I thought that they we saw more of them in this movie. Yeah, I thought they were cool and funny. And I like Fandrell. Fandrell's my favorite one because he, the way he can fight, it's so smooth and slick. It's not like Thor. And he has that nice little sword. And just a little, like, wave that he did. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's brief. It's like two minutes. But that, that two minutes was kind of cool. I kind of wish, you know. I remember reading comics just focusing on him, and I was like, man, these are pretty cool. Like, he's yeah. kind of like Robin Hood, but like a super god version of Robin Hood. Mm. Yeah, he's slick. I like him. Yeah. I feel like any supporting character or side character you cared about in this movie was on Asgard. Nobody on Earth, nobody anywhere else was like really mattered. Yeah. Like, yeah. but. No, but that one scene, that one scene in the beginning, Darcy actually made me laugh. It was a miracle. A miracle when? took place. 
I laughed. What is not yeah, at her. Yeah, the restaurant scene. The restaurant scene that made you laugh. Uh, I that I made me laugh. She, she sat down. <laughs> that that was the point because they're like, you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna explain the joke. Cause yeah, that's just I mean, gonna not, make it worse. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. Darcy gets on screen and I'm like, get off screen, get out of here. Again, again, it was just that one scene. Just that one. After that, it was she fell off a cliff into a pit of terribleness. So don't get me wrong. I don't like her. It's just that one scene. At least what were you saying? I don't know why. Why did they, why do they keep giving her work in this movie? Like, I mean, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Jennings, I love you. It made no like, sense. It made, it don't made give no this sense. girl work. She doesn't fit here. No like, sense. there's just, no, she, she gets, the, she gets no. this intern and I'm like, where did this, in, why is she getting into That's even, that made it worse. That made it worse because now you have another dude that has no purpose on top of her who has no purpose. Yeah. So you have two purposeless. You could have gave all that screen time to Warriors Three into Sif. Yeah, that's we true. Barely got Ew. Sif. Barely. I know Elise is struggling because Sif's like her homegirl. Because she's cool. She's she's not useless. Elise, you're gonna she's have to watch like... Agents of Shield because she got more screen time in that TV show. Than all right. Well. All right, I, I guess so. <laughs> that's sad. Like, that's really sad, though. <laughs> she got less screen time in these movies. Man, man, it, it's she got friend zone, and it hurts. I'm like, dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, man. It's really hard what, to what find. What did Thor call her? Did Thor, did Thor just call her, like, Great Lady Sif or something like that? Yeah. Great Lady yeah, Sif. You're that. one of my trusted yeah. warriors. That's what Great he said. Sif. Trusted warriors. Like, <laughs> he he said, I'm not interested. Good night. Yikes. That's the hardest friend zone I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like women suffer it, too. People, that, you know, on the internet, people say, oh, men got to deal with this. No, women deal with it, too. And this, this is a... A big example, man. That's the hardest one ever. That, that good, that good, <laughs> that good Nordic uh, friend zoning right there. Having <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> hey, Odin, Odin was trying to salvage it though. <laughs> Odin, Odin was trying to salvage it. He was like, "But my, but my son, what about Lady Sif?" And he was just like, "Eh," he just shrugged. Odin, hey, Odin tried to try to help her out. It didn't work though. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. That's true. Mm. He tried to help him see the light, but you know. Yeah. He was <laughs> just true. It's whack. Struggling, man. She, I don't think she had an action moment. The first one, she stabbed the destroyer in a cool scene. In the first one, this movie, I don't. Did she do anything? Like, anything? Anything? Like. Well, I know that she um, went after she brought. Uh, Let's see. Loki was in handcuffs, and she broke the handcuffs to to get Loki on onto his mission, and she held back the guys. We I don't remember seeing her actually doing anything tremendous. Nothing. Yeah. Even, screen time like the other That's two funny. warriors had more screen time holding back the the guards than her. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hondo yeah, had know. more screen time holding off the guard. Definitely. Had <laughs> <more screen time. laughs> Yo, even, bro, did you see how slow my man was running? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, like yo, you need to throw off. You need to throw off all that armor, bro. You were running slow. Why did they just right, all that? that, power, all think, that vision think, for you to run that slow. Seriously, I, I think like he was. T-Rex, bro. I think he was running with real armor. They should have just CGI'd it because that's probably why he was running so slow. No, probably. I don't. I don't think. Oh, he's just a bad I runner. Think, <laughs> I, I no. Because I, I don't know how much of that armor was CGI. Because there is CGI on that armor. I don't know how much of it actually was CGI, CGI or like um, actual like armor, but it wasn't. I don't think it was heavy. It's not like he's wearing a Batman costume. <laughs> it looked like he was. It looked like he was because he ran nah, so. He was running. He was running really heavy. super awkwardly. That that suit itself is like another five pounds. <laughs> I, I was like, "What are you? Are and you that all right?" Helmet is like another ten. I was like, "Are you? Are you okay? Are you okay, Idris?" Yeah, he was running real slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know if it was slowness, or he was trying to calculate the time to jump off that bridge. But I'm like, nah. Nah, he no. Nah, he can figure. He's a he's an Asgardian. He could figure it out in two seconds. He's not human. He's Asgardian. I mean, him running up to the thing, he's probably trying to run as fast as he can because he missed it. He didn't see it coming. <laughs> well, all that vision, you can't see it coming. Seriously. We saw it and we're watching you as a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't be good at everything, I guess. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you just what there. if you're doing in real life? You just can't run fast. <laughs> that would be funny. So good looking, but he just can't run fast. That sounds like one of those like icebreaker questions. When you uh, when you go around and you get to know new people, what whatever. Rather, what what would you rather have, or you know, rather be incredibly attractive or can't run? Yeah, you know, be incredibly attractive, be Idris Elba, but you can't run, or be <laughs> Thor: The Dark World, but be mediocre. Like, which one would you rather have? Oh my gosh! So, anything on um, Doctor Selvig, or he, we're gonna lump him in? Doctor Selvig. We're gonna lump him with um, the three other people that are whack. So I don't lump him in with them. I think he yeah. served some sort of purpose in this movie, um, but yeah. When I first saw this in the movies, and he was running around naked and in his underwear, like okay, we got it. He's going crazy because of Avengers, right? But past that, I, I don't know. I think yeah. we get I, actually less of him, even though we yeah, we got less of him. Thing. Yeah, the scene in the nursing home or the mental ward was funny yeah i, th- not, I agree with you i thought not that him running funny. around naked yeah. yeah the mental ward was funny and then when he said thor is your brother with you and he said no oh yeah he's dead that was funny it's like thank god oh yeah he's like oh god thank god <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny that was funny so real quick though because i i want to spend i want to see if we can spend some time talking about this i i on i wrote this down um the, the movie talks about the convergence of the nine realms Wait, a lot. Can I ask okay. one more thing? Yeah, what's up? Odin. We didn't talk about him. Um, we will or get to him because he's he, he yeah. Because okay. he kinda unless there's something you know you want to mention, not, but no, we, nothing we can get big. to okay. We'll wait Because I want to talk about the plot of the movie. Uh since we're 30 minutes into the podcast, and I want to talk about the plot of the movie because I think this is where the movie really gets damaged quite a bit. So it talks about the nine realms and they talk about the nine realms a lot. As yeah. if the director knew that we would be we would be confused by it and not pay attention if we don't if they, we were only told to it once. So 
Help me out with the plot. What did you guys? How, what did you guys understand about the plot? What did you think of the, about the plot? Um, let, let's talk about it. Okay, nine realms conversions. I feel like this scene where Thor and Jane were talking about it just made it clear. Yeah. When Sandvik started talking about, it, like, I have you lost me, bro. Like, yeah. I'm just going to continue to watch this and pretend like I know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I Dang, mean, at least that didn't pull her in at all. It didn't draw her attention. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, the com- the convergence thing itself. Okay, that makes sense to me. Okay, this is like an anomaly that happens once every five thousand years. Okay, got it. But it's just like I don't know. I I just kind of feel like so the okay so the dark elves want to thrive and whatever. My, but why you had to do it during the the convergence though? You wanted to make during. all nine realms dark. Like you could have just time have, thrive. Like why did you just want you wanted all nine realms? <laughs> That's kind of greedy, right? So that's why I was just kind of like, yeah. why it seemed so like. So was that what he was looking for? Yeah, he wanted all the realms to be dark, not just his own. Oh, okay. Right. I, I think missed that's that. I, I missed that part. Okay. And that's I don't think that, that was totally explained well. I don't think it really was either. I, yeah, it just yeah. kind of was a thing. Okay. So so yeah. then, so with that being said, okay, so the nine realms converge, it aligns. How will that how will that make an opportunity for Malaketh and the Dark Elves to create all nine dimensions or all nine whatever uh dark? How will that how does that work? Uh, I think the aether the aether I think is supposed to allow him to spread some kind of dark energy which i don't think they explain too well it's dark matter yeah yeah right i know the aether can manipulate physics the physical world and reality um because Mm -hmm. the aether shows up in a later movie and it kind of makes Uh it clear what it does but we won't talk about that later movie but in this movie it's not really explained too well you you kind of have to guess (laughs) i kind of was kind of guessing what it I, i was like okay i guess it can manipulate reality and space so that it's easier for him to push the dark matter to all the realms. It doesn't take like hundreds of years. He can do it instantly. Right, okay. like yeah. So basically I guess having the nine realms converge, it yeah, basically like what Rinaldi was saying, it's like you can eat you can have easy passage to all of them. It's not like they're split and you have to, you know, so I guess that time was perfect because you know even look at how quickly they got from their planet down to um to earth like it because everything's kind of connected or like when um uh jane and thor were together at one point and she was getting that phone call from the other guy that she was seeing temporarily or Mm. trying to you know build a relationship with or whatever um, yeah, so it's just, I guess there's just easy passage through all the nine realms. So if he wants to make it all dark, I don't know practically how that would look, but he could hop from one, one realm to the next one and then just do whatever he's got to do, use the ether to make it dark. I thought that cave scene that you mentioned was like so convenient. Like she just happened to get that yeah. from that dude and then they were able to like pass through and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess this is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. We can just easily slip in and out of realms. Yeah. Was Thor's plan even a good idea? I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. What was so, Thor's plan? 
uh, to draw Malekith out by using Jane as bait, basically, so you could destroy the Aether. Right. Yeah. To it. Well, I think it failed because he doesn't understand the Aether. Right. Yeah, it's a good idea, but I don't think he understands it. Yeah, he it's he risky, thought once though. it came out, he was gonna be able to kill it. But I'm like, bruh. You didn't hear your dad when you were talking with your father. You didn't hear like, oh, yeah, by the way, the ether's not destroyed. Why? Like, let's put, you know what I mean? Let's put one and one together. It's like, wait, you told me it was gone, but it's not. So obviously it must not be easy to get rid of. You can't just use your hammer to solve everything. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think the one thing that Malekith... With with the plot and then the, the the convergence and then the aether, the one thing that Meliketh, um that we see in this movie is that like we don't ever feel like he's threatening. We don't ever feel like yeah. that. Oh man, he's about to like step out, step on, and take over. And what's Thor going to do? You know that they're going to step right on him. But there's at least some sort of sense of determination. I think a little bit not really a small no, hand i'm looking for nothing. it maybe this is a reach i felt nothing man nothing. that whole fight the okay. fight looked maybe cool. yeah, maybe that's a reach the fight maybe looked cool it looked real cool i'm like yo they're flying through different dimensions and weird uh, i guess bill bill flax or whatever he was talking about avengers were flying through the portals i thought that was cool oh but but the dude me. himself felt zero anything about him like and once Thor got that device from Selvig, like, he died in 10 seconds. Like, I know at least you were upset about the whole Vanko fight, but this is worse. He died in 10 seconds. Like, I yawned. I yawned. And by the time I finished yawning, he died. Like, that's how fast it was. Yeah. As soon as he got that, that yeah, uh, I just think tripod. That, I just think the only reason why – so the only reason why I mentioned the, um, like – slight bit of the term like okay so that one scene where um you know he's in i don't even know what that place is called but he's in asgard and yeah he's trying to um to get jane um and but first, first of all okay he doesn't get jane in this scene because um thor's mom gets involved and uh he Meliketh kills his mom kills thor's mom yeah that's um sad. and what what weirds me out though is that in this scene, he just asks Jane to give it to him, but then later does give the aether to me. But later in the movie, when Thor's plan kind of falls short, it fails. He does this weird witchcraft thing where he lifts Jane up like te- telepathically. I don't know, and the aether just comes out of her and into him. So why didn't he just do that to begin with? Oh, yeah. Uh, plot hole. That's a good point. Plot hole. Okay, plot hole, yes, but let's talk about it. Why didn't he? Is he just a stupid villain? <laughs> Maybe you uh, could tell she was fake. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he was just in No, feelings. but then he couldn't because when he found out that it was, he got really mad at Frigga, <laughs> didn't he? He was just like, before, oh, he called her a that, but Rob Oh, wanted- yeah. <laughs> Oh, he was so yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's not but, there. She disappears. But but before that, to Rob's point, he could have tried to absorb it telepathically. Because yeah. he doesn't then know. He could try. He doesn't know. Oh, so he could have tried it mm-hmm. and then failed and then said, you witch, I'll kill you. And then, Ooh. I mean, hey. Hey, maybe Ronaldo was happened. right. They was on a deadline. I don't know. 
Yeah, they were on a deadline. Cat Winter Soldier's coming, so they had to put this out. Yeah. And then hopefully Cat would make people forget about this situation. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is probably one of the worst villains that we've gotten so far. Mm. Yep, hands down. Yeah, definitely. Wait, like, Rob, you like... nod your head feel... after the last podcast? You nod your head? <laughs> worst villain? Worst... Mal- Malekith, worst villain? You nodding your head after the last podcast? When we're discussing villains? Oh, dude. Dude. Um... Yeah, no. He is the second worst villain. Talking about oh killing. My God. <laughs> what? Talking oh about killing? Wow. <laughs> second worst villain. What? But again, but again, we're not talking. First of all, okay, we're not talking about Iron Man three, bro. We're not okay, talking about Iron Man three because that's all all, right. we're opening up a whole other door with that, bro. All right. Killian was not the problem of that movie. That was not the problem. Killian himself was not the problem of that movie. But this is probably the worst villain we're gonna get. Um, out of all the villains in the MC, he's like, I honestly compared to, so you have this villain and then you have, uh, the villain in Thor one, at least we remember this villain Thor one. I don't even remember who the villain is. He's like, yeah. he's totally forgettable. This one, you remember him and you remember that, that he's like, he's a bad, he's not a good, villain. I don't remember him at all. <laughs> but he's also like discount, um, Thanos too. Like, isn't that exactly, not exactly, but similar to what Thanos wanted. Why they were actually it's really the it's really the opposite. He's like Thanos, whoa, Thanos was like about conservation. Like, yeah, man, his discount, he like he's eighty percent off, man. Oh man. <laughs> Real discount. Oh man. I don't think he's really Thanos though. Yo, homeboy's on clearance, yo. He's a homeboy on clearance. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He's that get one free and that buy one get one free. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Wait, who's the buy one get one free villain? They said they they said that they have too much of him in stock. He's got to go. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, to go. I, oh. I think I would have liked him a little bit better if he had like a bit of a grudge, like you know what I mean, like because mm-hmm. basically yeah. his people got. Majority of them got bodied by the previous king, King Boar. So I feel like even if he would just be petty and be like, you know what? I know my main uh, thing <laughs> is getting the ether, but I want to kill all of y'all too just because. Not because I, it's mm, going to help yeah. me be in the dark, but because like I'm just bad, just want to get rid of you. Like that, even that would have made him a little bit more like compelling <sighs> or something. It, it's just weird because that's his grandfather it's like imagine a rap battle or rap beef where it's not the two rappers that are the same age it's like oh it's like if kendrick was beefing with j cole's granddaughter uh grandfather it'd just be weird like i want to see kendrick and j cole beef not j cole's granddad who's like 85 years old that just looks awkward that's basically what this movie is like this dude's five thousand years old he doesn't know Thor. He doesn't even know Odin. <laughs> he fought Thor's grandfather. Like, where do what do we get from that? In terms of like, hmm. a confrontation, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he he was he was he was lacking. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely lacking. There's like no yeah. connection to Thor at all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Even throughout the movie, it's like 
we don't see any sort of animosity or anything. Again, it just lacks a heavy motive. So why why should Thor care about Malekith of the Elves? Uh, Rinaldi, um, you said there's, you said there's something not about even Odin. Any symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not even any symbolism. Like, you know, like at least in Hulk, there was symbolism where Hulk wanted to help, and dude, Abomination wanted to take. At least there was that dynamic. This movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, Odin. Odin. Uh, yeah. What do we think about Odin? He's he's part of this conflict. He Yo, he, he cracked me up. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this was supposed to be funny. <laughs> but, um, so when Thor and Odin are arguing about, like, okay, what's going to be the plan to take this guy out? And Thor is just like, no, like, we need to take the war away from the Asgardians. We need to protect or whatever. And then he's just like, they're going back and forth. And he's just like, so so how many Asgardians will it take? Or, or no, or or I forget what, what Thor asked, mm-hmm. but he was saying like, oh, so what was it going to take? And he was like, Odin's like, as many Asgardians as it takes. And then he says, ah, and he kind of leans on his staff. And I'm like, look at him having a heart attack again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, about to draw. <laughs> that had me. I was like, I, I rewinded Yo. it a couple times. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Odin's going through it. I rewinded it twice. I rewinded it twice. Yeah, it's so, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, stop yelling. about it is that he had the nerve to raise his voice like his heart's not about to give out. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, raising, he's raising his own blood How pressure. How many Asgardians will fall? How many oh Asgardians will God. fall for your vengeance, Father? As many as I needed! Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a lie. <laughs> Oh man, and that then what, I'm like, wow, this man got high blood pressure by himself. Oh, <laughs> by himself. Yo, you stressing yourself out, bro. Don't play it. Don't, don't bring Thor into this. Oh, go down somewhere. Yo, it must be stressful leading Asgard. It must come with a lot of health issues. I mean, they're already got- <laughs> early in the movie where, like, we're like uh, Odin and Thor are talking, and I honestly forget what they were talking about. But there's this like one quote that Odin says is like, um, "says like, what do you mistake me for like a piece of bread that I must be buttered?" <laughs> like, I want you to say you try to butter me up. Like, what? Why are you? Nah, I'm gonna start using that. That's hilarious. It's hilarious though. It is so oh, funny. It was like bread. What am I? That's bread. bread. Must be bread. bread. Must be buttered. <laughs> Buttered and garlic. Oh, Buttered man. and garlic. <laughs> Yo, this movie is mad funny. What? Yo. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Odin, his scenes are funny. Un- maybe unintentionally. I don't know why. Probably, no, it's definitely unintentionally. Definitely unintentionally. <laughs> oh, man. But he's going through a lot in this movie. He, 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 he His wife got know, killed. Talking about his wife got killed. Yeah, no, that <laughs> made me sad actually, because she was really holding it down. That her sword yeah, work. Man. Wow, that's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. She didn't have no Haitian mom dreams. She was just taking care of business. <laughs> no, yeah, mm-hmm. even when she was kind of escorting Jane to to the room with her and was like, you know, they were kind of preparing to get ready. And the way that she like really quickly took one of the guards' swords, like she was like, "All right, this is what we about to do." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, she <laughs> she's ready because." 
Yeah, when um, yeah, because I feel like she didn't for uh, Thor one. I think when she was trying to defend Odin while he was asleep, she kind of got tossed around fairly quickly, and I was like, "Oh, Frigga, <laughs> training for this one." <laughs> In the back <laughs> practice, but yeah, no, she she really. She trained. Yeah. <laughs> I know where Loki gets it from. She did the illusions yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Odin's going through it in this movie. Yeah. He's like losing his kingdom, then then the convergence and you know, operating nine realms, and then his wife dies and he gets a heart attack arguing with Thor. <laughs> Borderline. Yeah. <Basically>. Borderline. <laughs> Borderline. Yeah. He laughed during okay. it. That was weird. He was like, ha. <laughs> You will fight to the last us guardian blade till our last dude, dying breath. Dude, you need a hospital bed. That was that because he was just kind of like, like <laughs> yeah, he did that kind of like that that ah like the get away from me type of ah. But then he kind of leans <laughs> over on the staff. <laughs> Yo, that's that. That's what kills me. Yeah, he, he, he was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I knew. I was like, oh, his Fergie, what were you gonna say? Yeah. I was like, that scene where Frigga dies, I'm like, oh man, he's about to hit that Odin grief. <laughs> Odin grief. <laughs> Odin <laughs> grief. <laughs> <laughs> that Odin grief. Yeah. It's kinda oh, it's kinda man. sad that a bland generic villain kills your wife. I mean, it's not like this was like Yeah, that's true. If it was Thanos you could yeah. kind of, you know, all right, she died fighting the one of the greatest villains ever. It's like, no, she died fighting some random dude you don't care about. <laughs> some random guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That old grief. That old grief. <laughs> oh, man. I do have a question, actually, now mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about it. Okay, so... Remember towards, I think it's the end of the second act or the beginning of the third. I don't know if there's even an act in this movie. So, remember no, when... Not really. Yeah, so so they end up at one of the other realms. Mm-hmm. And when they end up at the other realm, like one of the other realms, towards the end, uh, Meliketh kind of like wakes up, sort of, and he leans up and curses basically comes up to him and talks about Thor and the Asgardian. He goes, and then uh, Malekith goes, hey, um, I don't care about the Asgardians. Um, the, the uh, oh my gosh. The Aether. Uh, the Aether, thank you. So you know what I'm talking about. He says, oh, the Aether like, changed locations. And I don't understand how he knows where the Aether is. Like, is he connected with the Aether? Is I he... think he is because he started to absorb it and then Thor's grandfather interrupted the process. So he might have some okay. connection to it. So that that doesn't, but that's not, I don't know. It's not explained. It's not explained well. I shouldn't well. have to ask questions during this movie, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah I shouldn't have to ask questions. If I have to ask questions, it should be because it's a suspense and it's leading me somewhere. That eventually yeah. it might get answered. But this question's—it's got me asking way too many questions. Yeah. Well, this movie rather has got me ask, uh, asking way too many questions. That's true. Yeah. I thought that maybe he was connected to it just because I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe it could possibly be a dark elven thing or something as the leader that he has that special connection. I didn't. Yeah, I, I don't know how to answer that yeah. either. Well, 
for a basic movie, um, you can either talk about many things or you could talk about a few things. Um, and I think that this movie has a couple of things that we could talk about in our next section uh, called A Little r and <laughs> This movie can be summed up with one question. And one question only. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Okay. The convergence. What is that? What's happening with this? What exactly is the convergence? The movie tells us 10 times, and I still don't know exactly what the convergence is. <laughs> the alignment. Is the alignment the convergence? Is it one and the same? Told me 10 times in the movie, still don't know. <laughs> is red goop, is it evil? Does it have a mind of its own? Why is it attracted to Jane? <laughs> I have no idea. Early in the movie, why does Dorsey call Jane Foster's cell phone when they're like three feet from each other? I don't understand. Was that supposed to be a, some nod to something that was supposed to come later on? I thought that was stupid. It made no sense. Oh, then the plot. Yeah, we have the convergence, and then we have Jane, and we have all these moving parts. Get Jane to protect her from Malekith, and we gotta stop Malekith. Okay, well, protect, protect Jane from what exactly? I don't know. Stop Malekith from doing what exactly? I have no idea. <laughs> This was one big science fair. That to yeah. assume that this movie, or to assume, let me say that again, or to assume that the more dense a science is, that the more intellectual the scientist is. And that's not true. That is not true. This movie is so dense with information that I forgot that I was watching a Thor movie. It's the shortest Marvel movie of them all, and it feels much longer than that. Yeah. Much longer. I think this movie, with all of its flaws, with all, with all of the things that it could improve on, it was a dull movie, it was straightforward, and it was the opposite of most movies that we watch. Some movies, they rush their production, and it shows, but this movie looks like they took their time and tried to slam as much information as possible and oh by the way we got another Avengers movie we're leading up to if you ask me what this movie was about I would just ask you what is happening <laughs> yeah so I, I don't I don't know what to do with this movie uh, the only thing of consequence was Loki He's not even the main villain of this movie. But he secretly stole the throne from Odin, which is the biggest, most exciting moment in this entire film, which is supposed to be about a battle between Thor, our main hero, and Malekith, our main villain. How does that make any sense? How does Loki steal the show of, of this movie? I mean, why not just have Loki be the villain all over again? I mean, why not? Tom Hiddleston's a great actor. He does a great job with his role. Malekith does not. The human characters are terrible. Darcy tricked me, much like Loki did. Thor. That one scene in the restaurant, she actually made me laugh. And then after that, she was terrible. 
and she said Mia Mia again. Darcy, <laughs> Darcy just, you know, I was upset the first Thor movie with her. Now I just am indifferent. I'm indifferent about her intern, Ian. I don't know why she even has an intern. Does she even have a real job? This movie just feels directionless, and I feel like my R&R will also be directionless if I continue. So I'm just going to end it there, because this movie doesn't care about where it's going, so why should I care about where my R&R is going? Give me some more of that Loki! Loki, Loki. Seriously. All day, every day. All right, that's it. Loki and Mikey. Cut the piano. <laughs> yeah, you can cut it. Yeah, so this, this, don't even, this dark... movie don't even deserve a piano. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't deserve a piano. Thor the Dark Indifference. Yes. <laughs> Thor the, the Dark, dark what? <laughs> indifference? The, the Dark, dark Indifference. indifference. Like, There's nothing going on. It's very uh, flat. Can we really fight over this? Like, what do we fight about? We're not, bro. We agree. <laughs> we agree. This, this is not Iron Man three. This is not Iron Man three. This is opposite. Wait, wait. What was that? What was that for? I said I'm interested on how you'd make this better. Uh, I, so oh, I have some go. ideas, but 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 Rinaldi, what do you think first? I, I want to hear your thoughts first. First of all, even my even my thoughts here that I have, I have some points, but even then, it's like like it's gonna be tough to salvage this movie. Because mm. I think it needs a re re white right, re. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah. like the cast was good, everything was good. It was just the story. It yeah. just was blah. Yeah. Also, I don't know why they keep switching up directors on us like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, Ronaldo, what do you what do you have as far as like okay, how do we make this better? Oh man. <sighs> ah. <laughs> Woo. Man. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. So get rid of Malakath. He's terrible. No Malakath. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a new villain. The villain is going to be the Enchantress. And the Enchantress mm. comes from a different realm. And she sneaks into Asgard because she saw what Loki did on Earth. And she, she's fallen in love with him. And she Loki, she breaks Loki out of prison. Now, Enchantress can cause a lure around men. So they're, they're kind of, it's kind of like Poison Ivy, basically. But, like, more mm-hmm. powerful. So we don't know if Loki's like sincerely in love with her or he's caught up in the allure of her or if he's playing her or if she's playing him. So it's kind of like, um, what's his face? Um, the, the Bonnie and Clyde. It's like Bonnie and Clyde, but in Asgard. And then Thor, and what she does is she, she, gets, she, she makes Thor uh, fall in love with Sif and Sif doesn't know if it's because of Enchantress or him. So, but they have to work together to catch the two of them, and mm. and that allows you to travel all over the realms. And what happens is, is that Enchantress is going to use Loki to absorb uh, the Aether, knowing that it's going to kill him because he's not strong enough to handle it. But then Loki, we don't know if Loki's going along with it so that he could use the Aether to like conquer asgard so that that that's our central plot of the movie i think halfway through the movie thor loki could put thor in a dimension to end up on earth and and then um thor needs dr selvig's help and sigourney weaver to to get back to asgard to stop loki and enchantress so that that's basically the basic outline of this movie so no darcy Mm -hmm. no jane no ian just dr selvig 
Maybe mm. maybe you bring in Ian as Sigourney Weaver's like son or something. Maybe, but he's we don't. Mm. It depends on what jokes you can write for Ian. I like that because you don't you don't necessarily need Earth for this movie. <laughs> yeah, Earth would be like an intermission. It'd be like a fifteen yeah. minute like break halfway in the movie to kind of re recharge our batteries to go yeah. back. To Asgard. Yeah, it might it might be it might be startling, but I think yeah, I think you're onto something. I think with mine, you know, it's it was tough to figure out. Okay, like would I change the plot? And if I would, what would I change it to? Um, I would definitely keep the convergence because I know what they're, I, I at least know what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. Um, and I would keep true. the aether. I, I keep, I, I'll keep the aether. Um, I think those two elements within the plot are necessary, but the, we, we need to spend at least five minutes each spending time uh, understanding and getting to know and, and, and being clearly taught what these things are. And so, the couple of things that I would change to help the, the plot a little bit is uh, I would keep Jane in the movie. Um, <gasps> and maybe I would keep Jane in the movie. Okay. Um, and here's why. Because one, I think she could serve the plot. She does not get the Aether, by the way. She does not get the Aether. Oh, yeah, thank goodness. She does thank not. goodness. No, 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 no. She does not get the Aether. Okay. I, thought, I think that you was scared pointless. me for a second. Yeah. I think, no, I think that was pointless. Yeah, the, the, I did like, though, the dynamic a little bit in this movie between Jane and Thor, although overall, I don't know why they're in love. But right, because he's I, hot. I, we said scene, it. <laughs> but the scene where Thor describes the the convergence with the, his hand on her hand, you're doing two, you're doing two things in that scene, which I thought was perfect. You explain the convergence really well. And you make this connection that while wow, they have not seen each other for a very long time, they are in love. There's a connection. They miss each other. And he's being extra romantic. You're doing a couple of things in that scene. So I'll keep that scene. And I think she serves the purpose for Thor. I, bro, I love your idea of having Enchantress be the villain. I didn't have this in my notes, but I'm going to include that. <laughs> I'm going to steal that a little bit. And okay. instead of and instead of in, completely ignoring Jane Foster. I'm going to make it from. I'm going to turn it from a love triangle to a love diamond. Ooh, <laughs> one big love diamond. But like, you got Enchantress, and she likes Thor, um, and she tries to pursue Thor. You have Jane, who that's you know, there's things with that, and then you have Lady Sif, who's just like, I have feelings, but I don't want to tell people. And you just have that huge thing going on throughout the movie. That's the B plot. Yeah, that can serve the A plot, the main plot of the movie. Gotcha. I I would change how the intro scene is delivered. The intro scene, we get dialogue and a montage. Yeah. If it's not Zack Snyder doing it, I do not want to see a montage. Yeah, true. I do not want to be his montage. I'm not watching a storybook. I want <laughs> to see, I want to see, put us in that war. Put us in that war in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> put us in the middle of that war. And in that war... You have Malakath, you have the elves, and you have whoever else they're fighting, right? And they're going after the Aether. This is 5,000 years ago, the, the Convergence, whatever. You can tie in the Convergence a little bit. But this is you illustrate this uh, introduction to the movie to communicate the effects and the power and the want of the Aether. And here's how you do it. The intro, you have the war, and you have Malakath. And finally, Malakath finds the guy who is the host of the Aether, Okay. And in the middle of this battle, they come face to face 
and he knocks him down and blah, blah. They fight. And as he's approaching, they have this dialogue back and forth. And he goes, you do not deserve that kind of power. That power belongs to me and my people, blah, 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 blah. You build up the fact that they really want whatever he has. And just as he tries to get it out of him, the way he did with Jane Foster, as he tries to get it out of him and he's having a hard time, um, I don't know, somebody comes in and interrupts it. Somebody saves him, somebody whatever. And the ether maybe escapes out of this guy and goes somewhere else and it starts the movie. It's in search of the aether. Okay. So, so you build on the power of the aether. Okay. This thing is important. And now Malekith has to search for the aether for, for another 5,000 years, however long he has to search for it. Mm. So you do that, right? You do that in the intro. You at least tell the story and you put us in the war. You don't just tell us a story. I think I get annoyed with that with movies. Um, so you have that. This also delivers later on when Meliketh and Jane are in the same room and Meliketh kills Thor's mom and he asks Jane, give me the give me the Aether. Instead of asking her, he just tries to take it from her the same way he tried to take it from the other guy 5000 years ago. Now we know, OK, he's had experience of trying to take Aether from somebody, but this time he's have, he this is weird. Wait, why is it nothing happening? That's that's when he finds out she's a hologram. Like, like Tupac. Mm. So I would, I would include that. Like Tupac. This like is a Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> he, like real quick, he went to he went to Coachella. He went from Asgard <laughs> to Coachella. Yikes! But, but I would include that. But the idea, though, right? These kind of changes are made throughout the movie. Small changes that build on each other. Because I, I don't see anything building on each other in this movie. This movie is very dense. This movie is very. It's, it's hard to take this movie with the writing that it had and make it better. It needs a total rewrite. Yep. Um, get rid of Darcy and intern and Selvig is, is not needed in this movie. Maybe we get a hint of like what's happening with him. Yeah. But we do not need Darcy. We do not so need like intern. a quick little, quick little cameo. Yeah. Just a quick. Hey, cameo. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he, like he, like maybe, maybe hey, after bro. the war scene, we cut to earth and we see him get a, getting arrested at um, Stonehenge. At, the, at Stonehenge, yeah. And and you know here and there throughout the movie we see how he's doing. That's like the C plot. Like I see. There's ways to deliver on this movie to make it better than what it was. Not a perfect movie because the story itself is dense. Yeah. Um, but you want to spend time uh, on some of this stuff because this stuff. Bye, Darcy. Good riddance. Yeah, get Darcy out of there. Yeah, man. I miss, I miss Black Widow. That's how bad Darcy is. I miss Black Widow. <laughs> My last That's thing. I, I, just remember, I just remember the last thing, too. Another thing that you can build on. Um, you also want to build on the fact that they just arrested Loki. You forget about that throughout the movie. Yeah. You want to build on that. They just arrested Loki, and they, they have the Tesseract now. Yeah. Um, build on that. That's Take true. advantage of that. That was, like, talked about in the beginning and then completely dropped. Yeah, no, the yeah. director had his own motives for this movie. Yeah. But those are some of the changes I would make. It, it's, you know, I think for this movie, Rinaldi, it's going to take a squad. I'd have to work with you because... Yeah, we got to team up on this one. Yeah, man. we got to team up for this one, man, because this is a very... Uh, you can do you can do the 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 storytelling and I can I can do the the, the delivery and the, the scene yeah, and everything. there you go. Yeah. yeah. So this is not the same R and R that you guys are used to. No, movie, no, it's not. This movie not doesn't deserve it. This movie does but not I, deserve I'm, it. But it's still enjoyable, I think, because you know what can you do with this movie? Yeah. Ready to say something? 
Yeah, I was gonna say I like Rinaldi's mm-hmm. like version because I think it's simple enough where it's like not overly complicated. I did like the love diamond idea; I thought that was cool. But I feel like this movie was just complicated enough. The more like streamlined, probably the better. Yeah, especially for a casual viewer that I can be mm-hmm. sometimes or most of the time. It it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like your idea in the last Thor movie to introduce the heroes three. And then in the beginning of this movie, make them like a center, the center of attention or center focus. Mm -hmm. And then going into Rinaldi's story, I think that would be a way better movie. And then stick to the original um, director. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was good. There's one thing I wanted to add real quick. She could use the alert to round up all those armies that Thor was fighting at the beginning. And and, but make it more like a threat because now Thor is like he's not in his right mind, and so he needs Sif to help him deal with this threat and the Warriors 3. So now there's like this army that's actually a threat as opposed to in the actual movie, Thor just jokes around with them while he's fighting them. Yeah, Yeah. true. What if what if this what if that war that took place it's just like another errand of theirs, kind of like in this movie, but later Mm -hmm. on he finds out that that was caused by her. Yeah, yeah, that mm. could work. Yeah, yeah, because I she think I, I think it. it plays on the double cross that we're that I think we're trying to go with in this movie, where like Enchantment, we know she's a villain and she loves Thor and blah blah blah, um, and Thor is conflicted or whatever, and then later halfway through or later on, um, Lady Sif helps him sift yeah. through that. Wow! Hmm. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> through that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least, what do you think? No, yeah, I, I think I'm, I definitely like, uh, Rinaldi, your idea, but I think, um, it, yeah, I think it's a fusion of both of yours because, um, like you yeah. said, Rob, you're going to need to talk about, like, the convergence and, you know, the whole, um, ether thing because that builds up to, um, what they're preparing to do, you know, with the Infinity Stones and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think you guys said, basically everything um but yeah i would yeah you guys would work together <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we would have to work together on this one yeah um yeah, i think if we work together on this one we can make a good tbs movie yeah <laughs> For, out of this out of this oh out of this yeah out of this <laughs> tbs movie yeah that's yeah. a good point that's a good point wait no does tnt do movies yeah, TNT. They do Maybe TNT. No, you're not making it to. This isn't going to HBO. I'm telling you that right now. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. the whole movie CGI, anyways. That is true. That is true. CGI. This, is, this movie is the dark. The practical effects, brother. <laughs> so it's so it's so dark that Incredible Hulk was bright. We going there? <laughs> Yo, seriously though, not not lying, bro. No cap. I mean, it's not called the dark cap. world, though, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh my God. the dark world. <laughs> yeah. Duh, duh, duh. Okay. So, what did y'all think of the Captain America cameo? I thought that was funny. I, that was hilarious. I that. Uh, that was good. That was really good, actually. I yeah. loved it. Righteous. That was hilarious. <laughs> I feel righteous. God bless America. God bless America. Oh my goodness. You want to have a civil conversation about truth? <laughs> I was like, wow, they're ragging on this man. Yeah. <laughs> it was, no, it was a great cameo. It was yeah. a great cameo. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a good play. It's a change of things. That's one thing that this movie really, really lacked was like humor. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like humor yeah. did not exist yeah. in this movie. If you remove I, Loki from the movie, the humor vanishes. The only the only part that I thought was funny was was uh, uh, Odin, which was not supposed to be funny. But that was hilarious um, when he went into Odin grief. Odin um, grief. And then and so and then Loki's part, especially when he turned into Cap, uh, I thought that was clever. It was funny. It's very witty. Yep. And, and and it's a quick moment, but that part when uh, Thor is on Earth and he goes into Doctor Selvig's uh, apartment and he hangs up his hammer. His oh, yeah. Casually. Yeah, I true. thought that was funny. Um, Cause he's just kind of like, he's being casual. He's just like, Oh, I guess I'm making myself at home. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and he just polite. hangs up his hammer before anything. Um, There's definitely a fish out of water, but this movie really lacked the, jo- like the first door movie. Like it was, it was, it was a good movie. It was okay. But then that lot, that one joke that that yeah. Thor lands in the end, son of Cole, son when he says Cole. that, it, I'm like, oh my goodness, no. that that takes the cake. That challenges everything yeah. Tony Stark ever says. It really does. That's yeah, true. That's true. true. It's true. It's true. I'll it's give you that one. I think Coulson's reaction sold it too, because he's like, wait, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. You need to, <laughs> you need to be debriefed. Come back. <laughs> I have to debrief you. I, I wonder. I wonder how much freedom chris hemsworth had with the character in this movie because you got a sense no, that in the first none, one he had none, some freedom. no freedom you don't think Zero. he had some freedom had with this freedom. one i read about it i read about really? it yeah like the the director that plays patty jenkins was like no you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing this, this is what you're supposed to do you do what i say no ad-libs or i'm nice. gonna slap you yeah. In in this version, in the second? Yeah, in the second movie, yep. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And even even if he yeah, didn't... He even says it in interviews later on. Oh, oh yeah. really? Oh wow. He did not like this movie. Oh wow. Cause I was gonna say if it wasn't clearly put out there in interviews that like I was thinking that even if he didn't have restriction, maybe it was just hard just due to the script to even figure out yeah. how, how am I gonna tweak this or put my little put the little sauce on that. Mm. Like it just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's honestly how the, the first Thor movie was able to deliver because even in that movie, the story's a little dense, yep. but it's easily digestible because it's funny. Yeah. And this one just, it just feels flat and gray, darker than gray, just throughout. And there's, there's no life to it. And so you're led on this, like, hour and 50 minute depression thing and it's actually just like, i feel like it's an hour and 40 was it right, it's short it's short well yeah if you're not it's counting credit movie. time yeah. then yeah <laughs> yeah we're not counting credit time that, that don't count yeah then it's about one four uh hour 40 yeah that's uh, hour yeah. 40 minutes that's crazy. it felt really long though honestly it really yeah it dragged oh man this drone was slow uh so that's okay. another thing. We don't get a sense of we don't get a sense of setting in this movie either. Nope. And I think I think it's a challenge because you got the nine convergence and the nine realms and being on Earth and Asgard and they're jumping from from place to place. But nowhere do you get a sense of of uh, of space and setting. Like I remember in the the I think in the final fight when. Um, when Thor and Malekith are fighting and 
and he does this this clever thing with witchcraft, whatever. He like sends Malekith's body parts to different dimensions. Um, <laughs> which, which I, but like the whole time in that scene, I did not know that they were on Earth. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that they're on Earth, and it's, it's not to, just yeah. because it's not just because all the red goop is is flowing around them. I think it's just no sense of setting. Yeah, in yeah. this movie, that's true. Because then, when when all the red went went away, and I'm seeing American or I don't it was know London. What kind of they were in London. It was London. Yeah, Thank you. London, yeah, someone, yeah, I see vehicles. I see vehicles, and I see like um, you know, this they're they're on Earth, and I'm like, wait, what? When were they on Earth? Yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but the, in nowhere do you get a sense of of uh, of setting. This this movie really did not, because that's that's a lot of storytelling is the setting. It's not so much the characters' dialogue. I feel like they talked about it a lot. Like I remember yeah. them like opening up the map and be like, "Okay, Greenwich," and then then they're in Greenwich in the next scene. And so I think you're kind of right. Like they kind of touched upon it, and then you kind of just are left feeling kind of flat yeah. whenever they leave a certain place or, mm-hmm. or a location. Yeah. What do we think, since we talked about Loki, what do we think about, um, you know, Loki's death in this movie? I can't believe I fell for it. <laughs> I'm so gullible. <laughs> when, I, yeah. when I saw this for the first time in the theaters and he died, right? And then the movie went on. I was like, he's not dead. Mm. The movie should have ended right there. Yeah. If he was dead, the movie should have ended right there. But there's more to this movie. He's not dead. Yeah. I think it was a cool reveal at the end that um, Thor wasn't speaking to his dad. Mm -hmm. I I really liked that part. I forgot that happened in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I think that's one of my favorite things about Loki is just he's so unpredictable. He's the wild card of the family. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You think he's dead, but he'll show up in other places. Mm. Yeah. So that leads me with a question. Um, at what point in the movie do you think Loki disguises himself at, as Odin? Bro. The beginning, probably. The guard. Yeah. The guard? When, when the guard tells him we found a body, I think that was Loki. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Wait, the guard... The guard is Loki. Or are you saying Odin's Loki in that scene? Odin was Loki no, at that point. No, the guard. I think the guard was Loki. Yeah, I think so you too. The guard was Loki. Yeah, because he yeah, had a when, kind of a smirk when he was reporting. He had a smirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I think and that no- in a in, yeah, I think that in a scene that we couldn't see, that may have been the time that he disposed of Odin somehow and took his spot. That's how I piece it together. So. So after that scene when the guard, if we're assuming it's just the guard or if it's whatever, the guard comes to Odin and oh, we found a body. What happens after with Odin? Because that's the last we see of him, right? Yep, that's the yeah. last time we see Odin until the end, end of the movie. Right. So something happened hmm. in the background. Yeah, something we, yeah, we didn't see. Yeah. It, I think Loki's playing, doing a long con, essentially. I he's think, setting something up. I think, um, yeah, I think he's setting something up. I also think that um, Loki may have been other people even before that. He may have yeah. even been Odin oh. at one point or another. I can see that. 
Hmm. I don't think he started being Odin toward the end of the movie. I think he, he, for all we know, and I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Speculating. Speculating. (laughs) I don't know. I'm guessing. For all we know, the whole time that Thor is talking to Odin, it's Loki. Oh, for all we know. The whole time, yeah. For a, because Loki does that. He plays these long So you games. mean even when he was talking about, like, when he was going back and forth with Thor, even then, you think? Uh, when he was going into Odin grief? Like, um, yeah, because so, like, Odin and Thor, when they were arguing, <laughs> when they were arguing about, like, how to handle Malekith, what was the strategy... And him and hmm. Odin saying that, oh no, like however many Asgardians it takes, that's what we're gonna do. You think that even at that point, that was Loki? Yeah, because it, it could have been. I mean, again, I'm speculating. It could have um, been. Because, like, um, yeah, we're gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say in like the first Thor movie, how did Odin get out of Odin's sleep? Who knows if it goes that far back? Did we see how that happened? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he did. It... Remember when when Loki was hanging off the Rainbow Bridge? Odin actually shows up. Like, oh yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, show up. Oh, yeah. He, he regains enough energy to wake up because he, he because he he wants to stop his sons from fighting because they were fighting each other. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I'm again, I'm speculating. It couldn't have been. He didn't. If he was Odin throughout the movie, he didn't have to be Odin the full the whole time. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Again, he's playing a long game. Even in that conversation, I can see how it could be Loki because he's saying as many Asgardians as it takes. That doesn't right. really sound like Odin. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. Because in the first, mm. yeah, that's true. Because in the first Thor, he was Odin was reprimanding Thor for wanting to go to um, Jotunheim. To, to, to fight the frost giants mm-hmm. and he was like yeah. like you can't be that rash mm-hmm. like that's not you know characteristics of a king and this that's true this is true mm-hmm. oh. the only question is so after that scene thor decides to disobey odin and he has to grab loki from the cell so how does loki time the switch back right because how does he switch from odin to loki in time for thor to not notice anything when he goes to the cell to get Loki? Well, if Loki say, okay, I think two things. Um, that's a great question, I think. Um, my assumption, just based off of what we know of Loki and what we've seen him do. If Loki is inside of a cell and he can, say, become someone else outside of a cell, say he becomes Odin, if he's also there, then he doesn't have to time too much. He already knows that Thor is about to go see Loki. Oh, yeah. Loki doesn't need Loki doesn't need thirty minutes to prepare for that. He can just transfer chain. He doesn't need thirty minutes for that. Um, the other thing too is that in Avengers, we see him multiply himself as many Lokis, as many different Lokis. Yeah, that's true. He does that a lot, and so he could absolutely be. One person, he can be him and Loki. Even when he was walking side by side with Thor, he changed Thor to someone else. Yeah, he that changed. He changed the he so, sick. so huh. he could. So he could be doing this whole game. The whole movie couldn't have been. It, it could have been uh, Loki playing Odin the whole time. Wait. So uh-huh. does Loki want 
Thor to link up with Sif? Is that why he trans- it, it oh, transformed into Sif? I, I think he was kind of teasing him. Oh, he's teasing way. him. Like brothers do. Because he could have transformed into Jane, though, to tease him. Why Sif? Because he knows he likes Jane. Oh, yeah. Sif is like, like, like oh, let's look at let's look at this as an example. Um, yeah. Another another example came to mind. So, like in Avengers, Coulson comes up to Loki with the destroyer, right? Yeah. And while Coulson, son of Cole, is aiming the the gun at Loki. Loki appears behind Coulson while still being in front of still being in front of him. Oh, that's right. You're right. He does. So, that. so Loki. Lo, that I'm pretty sure Loki was probably not pretty sure. I'm speculating. Was probably Odin most of this movie, if not the whole movie. Mm. The whole movie. So he was interrogating himself and sending himself to prison at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> He can be in two places. I mean, once. yeah, he, he could do it. That's if he just wants. that's very narcissistic. But then again, maybe he's not, movie. and maybe in scenes like that, he's not interrogating himself. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm that just speculating. Like, that's so weird. No, I think at the beginning it may have been, it may have actually been Odin. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then there were different parts from Man. from then that it could have been Loki, but then. But I think it's definitely Odin around the end when um, the guard comes up and says, mm. we found a body. Because I think at that point, Loki is the guard. Yeah. And he's trying the to guard's, come. Uh, the guard's smart. You know, trying to get his. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the guard's definitely like, I think Odin's definitely Odin in that scene and Loki's the guard. And then mm-hmm. something happens in a scene we can't see. And we don't know where Odin is, if he got sent to another dimension, if he got killed, but or something, you know. But Loki is on the throne, like, after that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was a great way to end the movie, though. Like, to show the reveal that. Yeah, 100%. Because then that raised up so many questions. Like, if you were not entertained at all in this movie... That move that that last scene left that a lot of questions scene. that had yes, people guessing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was pure genius. Loki really carried this movie. He did. That's what I was saying in my review. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do we think about the end credit scene or post credit scene? Uh, what? Uh, Ronaldo said yawn. Ronaldo said yawn. Wait, you didn't like it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Are you are you yawning? Wait, wait, wait. So, are you yawning at the very last last one or the one where that they're at the collector? Which one is it? Oh, there was the collector one. Oh, yeah, that's that, that was cool. Bro. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was, that's why I was like, <laughs> let me clarify because that uh, was. So wait, you didn't like the one after that? Why didn't you? No, like I did one? not like the Jane one. No, I thought it was terrible, and I yawned. It was boring. The Jane one? Yeah, the Jane one was boring. Okay, so. Okay, okay. Well, the collector uh, one was I like the collector. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was a good scene. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking so about when the he yawned, that's why I had to no. make it clear. I'm like, I don't think he's thinking about right. the right one. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about that one. That's the one we care about. We yeah, that's, well, that's the, the one that's one obvious. Like. It was cool. Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to add. That's uh, we obviously like that yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, because that introduces like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Which is really cool. Yeah, and the Jane one, 
took a, took a nap. Yeah. A Imagine having to like wait. Odin sleep. That's what <laughs> happened to me. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait, oh, what happened? <laughs> If it really was Loki when they were arguing, then that's some really good acting. He even got the heart attack, right? Wow. Hey, Loki Yo, can he act. <laughs> Loki, Yo, he Loki can act, man. He he, you know, it's not that hard to imitate your own dad. It's He's your dad. You can imitate him. Wow. He's like, my dad always freaks out whenever we ask him a question. <laughs> he's a little razzle dad on it. Well, I think Loki would know because last time he yelled at his dad, right. he like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he goes, well, that's something he would do. That's something he would do. That's convincing. <laughs> right. Right. Loki, yo, Loki, that's a that's a Haitian dad thing, too. You know, if you say something like, hey, oh, dad, yeah. can I have this or that? And they're like, ah. <laughs> you know how they do that? Yeah. Like, yeah please. Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> Every ethnic parent. Ah. Yeah. So, so Rinaldi, do you have do you have a question for us? Um, yes, I as do. we as we come to uh, a close to our uh, review, as we land the plane, as we land this plane. Yeah, I do this this metaphorical hypothetical. So, <laughs> if you had to, if you could rewrite your whole family with the Aether, what? who what would be your brother, Thor or Loki? Or who do you choose to be your brother? Rewrite. Yeah, who would you choose to be your brother, Thor or Loki? You know, we didn't mention this, but I'm going to choose Loki only because you can depend on his independability. Like, I liked how at the end, Thor and Loki already had a plan on how they're going to attack um, Malekith. You know what I mean? And so I feel like even though he's erratic and even though he's crazy and he's moody, there's something that there's a dependability about that so, somewhat, and he keeps things interesting. I think to capture the ether. That's your question. No, 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 no. Like, let's say you had the ether and you used it to to change your entire family dynamic, and you could pick as your brother one of the two those two characters. Oh man. Um... Yeah, I guess I would say Loki for the same reason. I think when he's focused and you need him and you depend on him, he's there. Um, you know what? No, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to pick Thor. Because mm-hmm. um, both of them are very erratic in their own way. Um, they both make bad decisions. Um, but I think... The bad decisions that Thor makes is less messy, whereas the mistakes that Loki makes, he might be the only one who knows he made them. And so I think if, yeah, I would pick Thor only because Thor can be reliable if you win his trust. Loki, I feel like even though he's dependable, he might have like three other motives underneath that dependability. Right. And so, yeah. And so like... And for all I know, if I pick Loki, he might turn into my mom. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I would pick Thor because I, I, I at least want to know that if if I'm going to trust someone that's not second, third, fourth, fifth motives. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I will also be choosing Thor because it's just like, yeah, like Thor is fairly, yeah, he's fairly straightforward i don't have to really guess too much 
I think with Loki, yeah, he keeps things interesting, but I don't need that type of stress. Like, bro, I got a lot going on in my life already. Like, you, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> the way my mental health is set up, like, no. Um, so if, he, if, if he, if he has an option to be my cousin, then fine. But like, no. <laughs> not, yeah. So Thor, it is. Okay, there you go. What about you, Ronaldo? Um, I'm gonna go with Loki because the only reason he went crazy is because Thor is well, at least in the first movie, is an idiot. So I'm not an idiot. I'm a very intelligent man. I, I study history. That that takes a lot of brain power, and I know that if I stay on my toes, Loki will stay on his toes. So in a way, it actually would make that I make me a stronger individual because I'm always going to be like, you know, working to make myself on point. And then maybe if I'm on point, Loki might back off a little bit. He's like, okay, Ronaldo can handle himself. He's not stupid. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I might, I might relax a little bit. And also too, if something pops off, some kind of danger, he can outsmart the villain. So you know what? Yeah. keep your enemies close. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Cause like watching that, that final fight, or one of the final, one of many final fights um, in this movie. Uh, <laughs> to watch Thor and Loki and how they fight, like literally Thor, like he grapples and he throws a hammer. But yeah. when you watch Loki, he's much more calculated. Like yeah. he can hold yeah. his own. Yeah. Probably not against a big monster or anything, but like he can hold his own. He would have yeah. beat Cap in Avengers. I mean, Cap even said it. So. Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. And Cap knows it. Yeah. I think also the thing about Loki too, Loki and Thor's relationship is he knows his brother. Like that scene where he goes to tell Loki, mm. Thor goes to tell Loki that his mother's dead. He's like, stop playing games with me. And he kind of drops that. Um, I don't know what you call it. He drops that front basically. Yeah. yeah. And you see him kind of just in despair. And so I think, um, you know, I turned to Rob when that scene happened. I'm like, how did he know? And he's like, well, he grew up with him. That's his brother. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows exactly how to how he's calculated, how he'll plan things, and he can prepare a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question, man. That's, yeah, that's a really good question. Well, if there's anything else, um, or if there's nothing else uh, that we want to share, now is the time for ratings. What would you yeah, rate yeah. this movie? <laughs> In the list that we've, you know, we we watched a lot of movies so far, um, and the the more movies we watch and the more we compile the list, the more interesting this part gets. And so, um, what would you rate this movie? Um, you know, in in the grand scheme of, of what we've been watching, you know, where would you place it on the list from best uh, MCU movie so far to the worst? MCU movie so far. I have my list. Oh, I got to write this down. I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah, I've been having to write it down because it's too much to remember. Yeah, I'm like, what are all the So, movies? at number one, the coveted, the coveted number one spot is Avengers. That's been prime. So, Avengers at number one. Two, Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Three, Thor. Fourth, Iron Man 2. Fifth, Thor 2. 
sixth Hulk, seventh Captain America, and eighth Iron Man three. Because that was garbage. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Um, so we'll go. We'll go. Rinaldi and then Elise. That way, Elise has some time to. Yeah, to figure it out. All right. So time to you know get the proper oh, list spoken. Oh, so Avengers. Obviously number one. Obviously yep. number one Avengers. You know we we, we, we can agree there. We're cool. We, we cool. Right. We we chilling. Yeah, we good. <laughs> Yo, we good so far, bro. I got you. All right, all right. All right. All right. So, okay, here's the real test. All right, Iron Man three. <laughs> that is false doctrine, <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back. Right. Okay. okay. Iron Man one. We cool now. We cool. Everything okay? Iron Man one three. Hey, you don't switch it okay, on. Okay. Right, number three. No, I still don't agree, but. Keep going. You, 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 got, right. you got this. Is your list, not mine. Right. And then, and then we go. We go with um. We going with um. We going with Thor. Thor one, hmm. obviously. Then we going with my man Cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we going Hulk. And then we got Iron Man two. And then we got Thor Dark World. Wow. wow. What's the last one? Yeah, Thor Dark World. Yeah, that's his dead last list. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. dead last, that's, man. Okay. Without Loki, right. this movie's... Look like how when we started out, we were all on like, the same plane, yeah. like, same vision, oh, but now... Gonna, this is going to get so good. Yeah, it's I cannot so different. wait. Um, how are you doing there, Elise? Okay, I think I got it. I'm trying. I was trying to remember from my the last time, too. This whole thing is just... I don't know. Okay. I can just read my list. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then switch a couple. Um, so yes, I actually wait. Okay. I lied. Huh? You wait, lied. What? I lied. So Cap is fourth. Thor is fifth. Okay. Cap is fourth. Thor is fifth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because so I forgot about Darcy. She, she's terrible. Oh anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So I got. Avengers number one, then we got Iron Man. Yep, we got Thor. Yep, Iron Man two, respectable. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. Captain America, trash. Iron Iron Man three. Oh gosh, oh. And these last two, I've been going back and forth with, but I think. Oh goodness! Between Thor two and Incredible, I think I put, I put Thor two over Incredible Hulk, but really they're almost tied for that last place. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So so my list goes uh, number one. Number one is Avengers. Mm-hmm. Number two, Iron Man one. Yep. Number three, Thor. The first movie. Captain America comes in at number four. Ooh, that ain't it, Chief. That's that this is my list, okay? <laughs> um, Captain America number four. Uh right after that, at number five is Iron Man two. I don't know why you're putting that fifth. <laughs> that comes in number five. Number six is Hulk. Yep. Number seven, Thor the Dark World. And number 
eight Iron Man three. Yep, that's what's really got you, bro. You put a bland movie over Iron Man (laughs) three. Dude, this is not the Iron Man three review. We are not talking about that movie. I know, I know the twist. I'm not. Okay. For those of us listening, and you want to understand what my problem is, listen to Iron Man three. It got uh, you in your feelings, like Drake. You know. I get it. Listen to it at 2x speed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it quite a bit. We did talk about it quite a bit. I understand, but, yeah. bro. I understand. I just don't agree. That's all. That's all. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you don't have to agree. Um, but I understand. You know, I don't have to agree with your totally wrong opinion. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a list. But, so we got a list. We got a list. That's our list. Uh, what's your list? As as you remember some of these movies, maybe you're watching them with us. Uh, but what's your list? What would you rank from best to worst though, uh, thus far? Um, but thank you for listening. That's our podcast. Uh, what movie are we reviewing next? Oh, Captain America. The Winter Soldier. Oh, I'm excited for this one. I love this movie. And- we hard, man. We worked hard to get through that. Uh, we're going to get a good break on this one. Oh man! But yeah, so next time we get together, uh, it's going to be Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Uh, That's right. So grab your popcorn, get ready for this one. This is going to be a great review. Um, thank you guys for listening. That is our podcast, Marvelous Friends. See you later. Peace.